Why, hello. I'm Samantha Herrick, and this is Dichotomy Short Storytelling. This sideshow is meant to act as a creative outlet. It's got a different name and thumbnail to not be confused with our original show, Dichotomy, Learning How to Learn and Teaching How to Teach. I've always been a creative at heart, and in the past few years, I've rekindled my love for reading and writing. With this podcast being a Why Hello Productions project, it was a perfect opportunity and excuse to live up to my company's slogan, Let's Tell Some Stories. So I'll be starting to do just that. A few guidelines for how this show will operate. These stories that I'm telling are 100% written and produced by me. I sometimes will be using websites like New York Times, Reddit, DIY MFA, or Writer's Digest to help with prompts and creative writing exercises. But from there, all the stories will be original. These stories are deliberately short and revised a few times before the mic is actually turned on. And without further ado, let's tell some stories. Let's see, it is December 2nd at 10.51 p.m. of 2023. This story um, was from a really cool website um, by DIY MFA that's called Writer Igniter. And it gives you kind of like a slot machine and a lot of random different things. So it gives you a random character, random situation, random prop, and random setting. So the character that I got was a statue come to life. Situation is witnesses a crime and prop is dried flowers. And the setting is this photo of a lot of like very old wooden cots that don't really have mattresses on them. So this is where I took the story from there. Um, I let some ideas flow and this is the final story that came out of it. Here is the figure written December 1st of 2023. There are often myths of ghosts or spirits wandering the halls of the dwelling. The building is one that is felt and comforted by many, but its purpose withholds the sanctity and humility of the community. People find solace here. They commune here. They express love and even right their wrongs here. The structure holds people of all shapes, sizes, colors, and ages. It steers no soul away. It is a safe place for every member of this community. This space is decorated with intricately ordained painted walls and structural columns that seem to capture and save each and every word spoken on the floor it upholds. The rows of cots seem to protect past conversations had here, this information being so delicate and precious to those involved. Each and every piece of construction seems to have a sense of old magic or mystery within. The old structural beams seem to be watching you as you walk across the space. The immense stained glass windows at the head of the building seem to act as some sort of watcher. Along each delicately painted structural columns, vases filled with flowers that once had life to them sit snugly to the material. This place of safety in particular seems to have died along with the early generations of the community who utilized it most. Dried flower petals now scatter the floor, and a dust and dirt coating seems to blanket them as if they haven't been disturbed for some time. These individuals are those who designed, carefully cultivated, and erected the structure for their very people and countless generations thereafter. A man of unknown origin steps into the sacred space. 
the large, elegant front door closing behind him with a small creak of the metal hinges, finally closing the space off from the outside world's safety. All elements of the structure begin to tense as they don't recognize this man. He is adorned with black robes and seems to be wearing shoes that make no sound. His dark eyes glance to the glass eye in the building's highest position. He chuckles to himself, unmoving. The columns stay frozen, the dirty concrete floor tenses, the dried flowers seem to hold their breath. On either side of the entry door, there sit two intricately carved statues. Gargoyles that seem to blink their eyes, confirming what they are seeing. The original curators of this city center knew the protection properties that come along with these creatures. Gargoyles, as an architectural element, are believed in many mythologies around the globe to ward off evil. Each creature locks eyes with the back of the figure, somehow not able to pounce into action. The figure reaches into his cloak and pulls out a small box, one that just fits in his hand. The creatures recognize such a box, and they seem to catch their breath in disbelief. The man who usually takes after the building has one. He uses it to light candles that summon protection spirits and shields the people within from the darkness of the outside. The dark figure opens the small box, pulls out a matchstick, and lights it upon the edge of the box. His dirty, twisted smile shone behind the flame as he inspects it. His smile slowly fades into dark discomfort, sadness, and then rage, as if he has no other choice. The gargoyles, still unable to flinch, attempt to cry out, but it's too late. What magic has entered the space that prevents the guardians from acting? The figure flicks the lit match into the nearest cot as it quickly erupts into flame. The old, dry wooden frames have no defense against something so volatile and reactive. As the fire grows, it begins to illuminate the sheltered space. The space never seeing light as bright as this within its walls. The columns shriek, the floor groans, the cots even seem to whine, and the clear, ever-present glass watcher stares. The cloaked figure turns and removes his soul from the deceitfully calculated building, leaving the two innocent gargoyles as if they are crew members going down with their ship. The figure exits the building, dives down a nearby alleyway in the city center, and waits. Across the empty, cold, and wet street, he starts to see smoke rise from the windows of the building. The building isn't anything spectacular, but the way people of the community speak about it, you'd think otherwise. The old brown wooden siding begins to squeal. The windows within the front doors glow a bright orange, and the crackle of destruction reigns through the city streets. The man lets a small smirk grow across his mouth as he watches his inner evils go down with the dwelling. Recounting the horrors he witnessed behind that orange glass, his heart breaking as he resents what he has resorted to do. But he feels like his actions embody the choices of a hero, a hero that rids this city, his city, of a guarded yet innocent place on the surface, but actually carries many dark secrets within. As always, thanks so much to whoever might be listening to this. I appreciate you listening to these stories that I'm telling. This is a new venture for me, and I am beyond excited to see what places we may go. 
The show is written, produced, and edited by me, Samantha Herrick. This has been a Why Hello Productions LLC project. Check out what work I'm doing next on my socials at Why Hello Productions and at my website, whyhelloproductions.com. Cheers! Let's go write some more stories. <laughs>